Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, streaming live from YouTube, it's game time. Get ready to huddle up with John Matrix and Rhodes Rance as they bring you the real deal on sports. It's first and ten with black and white sports. Kicking off now. What's up, black and white sports fans? John Matrix, Rhodes Rance, we are in the house it is week four of the NFL, but I think we're really going to be speaking about uh, Lewote James probably for the most part on this live stream. Uh, what's going on, Rhodes? Nothing much. Are we going to destroy LeBron for an hour or so? Is that what's Yeah, is, I guess, I guess so, happen? man. I guess we're going to uh, be destroying him once again. But, hey, what else is new, man? Uh, nothing other than the Tennessee Titans can't seem to follow COVID protocols. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I know, man. Uh, we're getting uh, about, what, 55, 60 people watching right now. I see everybody here in the live chat. We got Rasmin is here. According to Christy, they're, here, they're both here modding for us. We really do appreciate everybody coming out uh, this morning. Uh, we're going to keep this live stream once again to... Um, probably like an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and I'm going to be jumping over on to Sports Wars and joining uh, Jeremy and Ryan over there on that live stream. So make sure you guys go over there. I believe we're starting at 1045, if I'm not mistaken. I have to double check that. But anyway, sir, how you doing today? I am fantastic. I am in day seven of a COVID self-isolation as I was directly exposed to it on Monday, I got the call on Wednesday about 8 p.m. And, and the church that I service as part of my business, the lady called me and said, do not come to the church tomorrow. The Rona has entered the building. And I said, who in the H has got the Rona? And she got real quiet. And I said, uh, and she goes, me. I said, you're kidding me. Wow. Yep. And the real problem there was she had hugged me on Monday randomly out of nowhere, gave me a hug, not just a hug, a cheek-to-cheek hug, like like that. You almost kissed her then. Randomly. She said, you just look like you needed a hug. Three days later, I'm thinking, I didn't need that hug, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't need that hug. Yeah. But folks, Rhodes is feeling relatively okay. So we don't know if he actually has the virus or not. I feel pretty good, to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> yeah. And I told you uh, yesterday, man, I was going to make that LeBron video, but I was like, man, I don't feel that great. And uh, the weather change, I always get kind of sick when the weather changes, and I always get afraid, man. Do I have the virus or not? And I started looking up the symptoms. I'm like, no, these are not virus symptoms whatsoever. But it, it makes you think a lot, though, right? Hey, hey, yeah. Like, like if I have a, uh, one little smoker cough, I'm like, is that is that the Rona? Do I have the Rona? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. I got it. But you uh, smoke. The, 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 the Wuhan virus, the Kung flu is found roads. Holy crap. So, yep. uh but here's the thing. I need to make it three more days because 97.5% of all cases show up in the first 11 days. Right, right. So hopefully I'm on day seven. Come on uh, Thursday morning, basically. Right. And yeah. uh, let's do a little bit of house cleaning here like I do on every uh, live stream or podcast here. Uh, this live stream will be up on your favorite streaming platforms, your your Spotify's, your um, Apple Podcasts. It'll be up um, relatively shortly after this uh, live stream here. 
And uh, you can support us on the live stream through Anchor. That link is in the description. That just starts at $0.99 cent a month, and it goes up to $10 per month. We do really appreciate everybody that has supported us there. I know we gained some supporters there, um, some supporters on Patreon, channel memberships as well, and also Super Chats, which I'm going to get to here in a minute on the live stream. So we appreciate all of that. And we have new merch, which you should be seeing actually right be- below this. And I'm actually wearing the uh, ESPCNN shirt. Um, that's below the video here. And you can a- actually just click on that if you want it. And we have the Welt James shirt showing up there too. All that is in this live stream. And for our listeners on the podcast, the link to all of that is in the show notes. Uh, but we do have um, some super chats here real quick. Just only two. Uh, Spencer Rubin for $10. Thank you very much. Doesn't say anything. Uh, also, for $5, he says, Labendini James, the boys are back. Only sports <laughs> show besides Outkick and Sports Wars I watch. Thank you so much for that $5 super chat. Really do appreciate that. So, Rhodes. Yo. Let's uh, get into this, man. Hey, real quickly, what's up, Texas? How you doing in the chat, lady? Talking about and, Christy. And Rosman, what's going on? Yeah, long time followers of us on our own channels, by the way. Yeah, they've suffered through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have suffered through a lot. Yes, they have. Let's let's kick ass. Let's go. Let's do it, man. I am so happy, man, that some companies now are starting to call out Lowoke James. Whether it be companies or whether it be the sheriff in um in uh in California. People are starting to call out the hypocrisy of LeBron James. And in this case, folks, Rhodes actually put up the video on it uh, last night. This um, was it a company, some company, right? It was a cons- what they call a conservative, quote unquote, think tank. Yeah. Um, so like a, a conservative outreach, uh, not necessarily a pack, like a political pack, but um Look, they called they called him out on his hypocrisy around human rights in China. I mean, it just and got pushed back. They submitted the uh, billboards to an uh, a, a billboard company so they could have the billboards put up, and they had raised several hundreds of thousands of dollars to have it done during the NBA Finals, and the ad the ad agency that did the billboards w- refused to put them up. Now, it was going to be six of them, right, if I'm not mistaken, all around the bubble, right? Six of them where there was no way LeBron was going to miss them when he showed up to work or looked outside or or anybody was around the bubble. Right. They were going to see the billboards, correct? Yes. And, and the billboard, just so people that are listening, you guys can't see it, it actually um, is a black billboard, and it says, Silence is Violence, and it has a picture of, of LeBron James and it has the Chinese communist flag over his mouth because he will actually shut up when it actually comes to China. But when it comes to the U S he never remains silent. He completely runs his mouth about how bad this country is. He's got something to say about everything except everything. China. Yeah. He even dived, he even dived into the Astros uh, cheating scandal. They had nothing to do with him, you know, but his name was brought up in um, who brought up his name in something? He was like, "Why are you bringing up my name? I'm trying to prepare for, for this uh playoff series. This has nothing to do with me." But yet you talk about everything else, and when somebody brings you up into something, now you have a problem with it. Oh, and he he chicken shitted out on the uh, L.A. sheriff. He no commented. Yeah, twice. no commented on that. No. And he's so protected by the media because I don't think the media in the bubble actually asked him anything about that, right? Oh, good God. If Colin Cowherd has got bruises on his knees right now over LeBron James, yep. I mean, literally it has taken over the Colin Cowherd show. You know, I think he legitimately thinks LeBron's better than Michael. I really do. Yeah. And if we were actually talking about the game, um, that'd be a hell no for me <laughs> easily. <laughs> You don't even have to ask me. <laughs> I think deep down inside, Cowherd probably can't even um, actually admit to something like that because I don't think any logical person can say something like that. Has he been greater longer than Michael? Yes. 
but Michael only played 15 seasons and he had multiple um, breaks in his career where he left the game, right? Well, look, we recognize LeBron has got some unbelievable physical talent. He, he is he's a, a better physical specimen than Michael Jordan. Sure, but what LeBron really is is what I would refer to as a point forward. Yes. Okay, he's a hybrid point guard that happens to be 6'8". His game, in my opinion, is a lot more like Magic Johnson than Michael Jordan's ever was. Yeah. Uh, because Magic was a large point guard at times, you know? Yeah, he's kind of like a combination. I mean, he's kind of like a combination of Jordan... Pippen and Magic all in one. You know, Michael was the scorer, and honestly, LeBron James is a tremendous scorer. I mean, he says he not a, he's not a scorer. The man has averaged twenty seven points per game for his career. He could score. Uh, well, Pippen, it'd be nice for him to hit a clutch shot every now and then. And he he's done that before too. He's, he's he did that uh, two years ago in the playoffs, and he had like back to back games where he hit like game winners. Okay, name me his Elo moment. Or his Byron Rus- Russell moment. <laughs> um, I guess you could say that block. Not it's not necessarily a shot, but uh, it was the block on Eagle Dollar in the finals. That was tremendous. That is his biggest, in my opinion. That's literally his biggest moment yeah. in his career. Is that block? But also, he yeah. hit he hit a bit shot also when he won his uh, first title um, against the Thunder. I can't remember exactly what it was. I mean, it wasn't like you know Jordan on Elo. You know, that's just kind of legendary right there. It wasn't like that, but um, yeah, he's 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 had some things, but man, he's also had some stinkers. Michael Jordan would never crumble like LeBron James did against uh, the Dallas Mavericks. That is would a Le- huge stain. Would LeBron even um, would he even play the flu game? I don't know. That's a good question, man. Because LeBron has never been sick. I don't. Well, you I don't, don't recall him ever, ever being sick. I almost said something there. <laughs> I almost used the 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 p word the uh, the p word that ends with the d with the s at the end. Yeah. <laughs> does does um oh crap? What is the what is does Lyle Elzado ring a bell or Barry Bonds? But yeah. any anyway, I digress. Okay. I mean, you, you guys <laughs> that are watching us right now, do you think LeBron James would have played the Jordan uh, flu game, which is actually really food poisoning? Do you think he would have played? I, it's kind of hard to. If it was the NBA Finals, I think he would have played. Now you got to remember though. Michael Jordan was sick, and he absolutely delivered in that game. He had like 37 points, if I remember correctly. J-Dog is saying MJ dropped 50 in that game. Did he drop no, 50? No, he, he dropped 37. I remember okay. watching that game. Yeah, he, did. he didn't drop 50. It was, it was 37. Um, but I think LeBron would have played in the NBA Finals. How good would he have played? I really don't know. But he, How, he doesn't have that killer will like Michael Jordan. Well, in my opinion, LeBron lacks what I refer to as the Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Michael Jordan, Brett Favre going out the day after his the day of his father's death, actually, on Monday night football and putting up one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Yeah, I remember that. There's a certain gene. They call it the clutch gene, okay? And that's what Skip Bayless came up with. The, the bulldog gene, in other words. The guys that play the game because there's a certain part uh, of them inside that is still seven years old, and they just want to be out there and play it for the love of the game. Yeah, they make a lot of money, but there was there's no doubt Tom Brady loves to play football. Yes. You know? Why do you think he's still playing at 43? Right, exactly. Why do you think Brett Favre couldn't figure out whether he wanted to retire yeah. for nine straight years? Yeah, but um, I don't think LeBron has ever been in that situation, you know, where he had the flu game or, um, you know, Brett Favre showing up the day. It was the day or day after his father died. He hasn't been in those situations, you know, and I'm not praying that he gets in those situations. I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but, you know, it just hasn't happened now. The killer will part, he doesn't have that Jordan killer will. He's an all-time great player, yes, but 
also I can make the case, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know if Magic Johnson had that kind of killer will. Also, you, you got to remember, folks. Mm, let's not have. I don't know about that. Well, I think him and Larry both had it. You know, well, I know Larry. Larry had it more than Magic. I'm. They both were big time. But yeah. you remember the tragic Johnson NBA Finals, right? Yeah, yeah. Where he was yeah. absolutely horrible. That's right. I'm just trying yeah. to be be fair yeah. about it. You know, yeah. I don't want to have any revisionist That's history true. about uh, Magic Johnson. He was awful in that NBA Finals. Um, I got to be honest. I think one of the most impressive things on LeBron's resume, if I'm really being fair, is him making the Finals with the Cavs playing with a bunch of yard yard chairs. Yeah, and I, I don't think that we're actually questioning um, how great of a basketball player he is. That 2000 Cavs team was terrible. Actually, pretty much all the Cavs teams he's been on has been terrible because when he left, they fell off a cliff, right? So, like, the worst record. Larry Hughes was the second-best player on that team. Yep. Larry Hughes. And LeBron (laughs) LeBron won two games off of the Golden State Warriors with – um. On what's that guy's name? Uh, Della Vadova as the second best player. He won yeah. two games yeah, that's right. off of that that's Warriors right. team. Yeah, I don't think we're questioning his uh, greatness, but we what we are questioning is this social justice garbage that he wants to push out there. He's you ignorant. Know? He's ignorant. There, yes, he's he's, he's, com- a, he's, he's completely idiot. ignorant when it comes to all of that stuff. You know, maybe he's not because remember he was all for the police. You know, when he had to. Um, get a police escort to a concert and he got the presidential treatment on the wrong side of the road, you know, and he was actually thanking the police for all of that. Right. But now all of a sudden black people were terrified of the police in America. You know what? Complete false narrative, man. Let me, let me, let me backtrack that last comment I made. He's not ignorant. He's just flat dangerous. He knows exactly what he's saying. Oh, yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he also knows it's total horse crap. Right. I he believe knows that it's too. horse crap. But he's, um, I'm telling you, he's playing a political game. Political game. This is an election year, and he's all for Biden. He's running the progressive playbook, like just the SJW social justice warrior playbook. I still say he is positioning himself for some sort of a political run later. What that run would be, I don't know. Um, and some people say president. Um, I can actually, maybe, I can actually know? see him running for governor of um, Ohio. I mean, if I was going into politics from sports, LeBron is the king of Ohio. Yeah. So he would have a much better now Ohio did go to Trump in the last election, but After LeBron, LeBron, LeBron is such an yeah. icon in Ohio. I think he can probably pull that out there. Now being president, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, oh, I can't imagine that dude. I don't even want to think about that nightmare. You know, he, he would not, he would not be nearly qualified. I know, man. Hey, we got yeah. a couple of uh, super chats here too that I want to get to. Uh, Daniel Johnson for five dollars says they trolled LeBron bad. Rhodes and John, thanks for calling out the BS in sports, and thank you for your service, John. Well, thank you for those kind words. Really do appreciate that. Um, Chad Aker for four ninety nine says I don't like to compare generations talent wise because the game has changed so much, but MJ took the game global. Yes, with the uh, the dream team really really globalized the game. I mean, the rest of the world was a joke when it came to to basketball. I can't think of any uh great international players. Well, I guess you had one really and I don't count Akeem Olajuwon as an international player, you know, because right. he was playing right. at the University of Houston and he was probably one of the top 3 college players in the game during his time there. And then he played with the Rockets. I'm thinking probably um, what's the guy that played for the um, for the Trailblazers? Oh, uh, Drazen Petrovic. No, no, not Drazen Petrovic. Um, I'm talking about like uh, a guy Ar- that was Arbita, playing. Arbita Sabonis. Arbita Sabonis. Yes, we know yeah. he was a great yeah. European player in the '80s. Now he got yeah. a late start when he came over. I remember Drazen Petrovic. Man, he was a very good player. 
He was a really good player. He was player. a really, really yeah. good player, man. And yeah. now, because that dream team, then the game got globalized. Because I guess a butt kicking um, will do that to you. It's going to make you work even harder. And it happened. So, as far as that goes, yeah. Gen- generation wise, though, um, imagine How- Michael Jordan in today's game, man. <laughs> That's. Well, that's the thing. I mean, he played in an era where, look, some of those series and things he had with the Knicks and the Pacers and the Pistons. It was brutal. They, they were like, they were almost like, they were like a really, really, really different brand of basketball. I loved it, yeah. by the way. Very physical, hand checking, forget about it. Elbows to the side of the kidneys. What are yeah. you talking about? You know? You remember, was, remember in 1994, the Rockets played the uh, the Knits in the NBA Finals. Yep, and Hakeem, the OJ series. Yeah, yep. that was OJ series, and man, it was brutal. Man, I mean, the Knits were a tough nose. The Rockets played great defense, and they won game seven, 84 to 78. Man, you can, you can get 78 points some, somewhere around the third quarter in today's game. God, I, I and Michael Jordan look. had to go through those seven foot centers I trying to it. get to the hole. The king it. man was the king of blocking shots in the lane. Today, man, you just don't have that. I uh, I used to love watching the Knicks play the Hornets. You remember Larry Johnson and Anthony yeah. Mason? Yeah, <laughs> Anthony I remember Larry Mason Johnson. Was an enforcer, you know. Yeah, Larry Johnson there. was a good player, man. Yep, against Charles Oakley and Patrick Ewing. God, that was, I mean, it was just brutal basketball. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Know? God, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I love um, 80s and 90s uh, basketball. The problem with the game today, outside of the social justice garbage, you know, because I really believe that the NBA today is really like Hollywood is today. You know, far left liberals, you know, uh, orange man bad and all this other stuff. But um, I just don't like all the three point shots. I really hate that, man. You know how I feel about it. It drove me out of the NBA. Yeah. I mean, literally, it drove me. I was like, I don't want to watch 53 point shots, Yeah, you know, and it took took away something. The three point shot was a special shot back in the day, you know. It was the Reggie Miller from the corner, you know, to end a half or end the game, you know, or the clutch Reggie Miller sh- three pointer with, you know, 90 seconds left to get him within two. Steve Kerr hitting a big three back in the day or John, John Patson. Yep. Yeah. And they've ruined what the three pointer used to be. There's a reason why there's a three point contest. Yep. It was a special shot. A special and you had shot. To be, you had to be something uh, big time to really hit that. And what's terrible is every kid coming up now wants to be Steph throwing up threes all over the place. You can't do that. Yeah. Steph is a very, very special. He has this very, very special rare gift to do that. I mean, Steph Curry, man, honestly, man, if he played in the 1990s, he wouldn't be as good as he is today, man. He'd, Can he'd you imagine hand check? He'd be his father, Dale. Yeah. yeah. And Dale was a very good three-point shooter. Uh, Dale was a hell of a basketball player. Yeah, he was. Period. Yeah. But Steph yeah. Curry getting hand check. I mean, he still would have his handle. Don't get me wrong. I, he would be better than his dad, I believe. But he wouldn't be jacking up. Good. He wouldn't be jacking up, you know, 15 threes a game. And he, he would get, first of all, he would have a lot of trouble getting it past half court. You know? And then you hand checking people, and uh, imagine him playing against those nits in the nineties. Yeah, they would have they would have taken him out. They would have taken after- him out. Yeah, that's the thing. They would have sent a message. Yeah, yeah, uh, a clear message. Yeah. Can no, you imagine no him it. trying to do that against the the uh, the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> the bad boys? Oh God, yeah. I mean, no way, no way. Rick Mahorn or Bill Lambeer would have dropped an elbow across his eye. You know? Yeah. True, man. True. Uh, we got a super chat that just came in here. Fun the from cops. Fun the cops. The left's narrative that Trump's faking it is BS, and it definitely wouldn't be for the sympathy votes. It would be to have all the focus on Trump. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of another. Uh, thanks for the super chat. That's probably another 
topic for another channel. But uh, yeah, there is a narrative out there about it that he's probably faking the virus, which I think is completely idiotic. You know, You're nobody's questioning Cam me. Newton having the virus now. Is Cam Newton now has tested positive for the virus, and that completely threw off the football for today. That's going to be no Chiefs and Patriots game today at all. Yeah, I know it. And this has been the best Cam has played in quite some time. Far and away his best completion percentage of yeah. his career. He's still not throwing know? touchdowns, but he's running a lot still. I don't think Bill wants him to. Bill wants him to pull the ball down, run it in the end zone is what it looks like. Yeah. You know? So, so. But he has the virus, man. The word is he's the only one that tested positive now. The only one. So I don't know why the NFL necessarily moved the game. Now, they essentially moved it now just for one person now. Right. Because he's the only right. one that tested positive. Yeah. Now, the Titans, the entire team, it seems like, tested yeah. positive. They yeah, got, you were telling me they, they have um 18, 18 players or uh, no, 18, 18 people in the organization. 18 people, nine players, nine members of the organization have tested positive and they're trying to figure out the leagues investigating them now trying to figure out, okay, what's happening here. Yeah. You know, it's, it looks to me like they're going out and enjoying that Nashville nightlife. They got yeah. going on out there. One, one you thing know? I will give the Marxist NBA a China credit for. They have shown that they know how to actually play the game and not let the virus infiltrate the game because they've had zero positives. Now, nobody's watching because nobody cares, but, you know, they operated this bubble about as good as you can to keep the virus out. Uh, MLB had outbreaks. Of course, NFL has outbreaks. But now M MLB is in a bubble now for the playoffs now, which I think is kind of ridiculous now that they're doing that in a bubble. Well, uh, actually, I'm glad we brought this up because I can just talk about that news that, that was up earlier Okay, go uh, ahead. Now, now, heard it. now, he's one of the Corona bros. That's the thing you got to take into consideration. Wait, who's the Corona bro? Mike Florio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He definitely okay. is. But he posted a story earlier that the NFL is looking in seriously to the idea of a 12-game season. Now, for, for this season, by the way. For this season, yeah. Now, how's yeah. that going to work with the union? I have no idea. I don't know. And I'm they pretty sure the union wants a full 12 game season because I know these players don't want to lose their money. Well, look, the the NFL wants them to play the full schedule. The NFL has offered to put everybody in a bubble. They have. And they offered to put a hundred the top 100 free agents available on the street also put them in a bubble. So if somebody goes down, a team could go out and sign a guy that's guaranteed to not have the coronavirus. And it's the NFLPA. It's that old rotten-ass DeMora Smith that's causing the problems with the Player Association and Troy Vincent. You know, the, right. that's, that's the problem with the NFL right now. All of a sudden, the top leadership has turned into a dumpster fire. Roger Goodell's a dumpster fire. DeMore Smith is a dumpster fire. They can't quit, quit fighting with each other. It looks to me like, and I wish Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft would just figure out how to get rid of Goodell at this point. Yeah, he you know he is bad for business, man. Uh, fund the cops for $2. Sorry, I'm drunk. I'm putting topics just wherever. <laughs> well, sober up, man. Sober up. Um, <laughs> but as far as you know, the NFL, man, since we we're actually talking about it, the wokeness level has almost disappeared, right? It's, now, of course, you still got in racism in the end zone, and um, you know it takes all of us. But the the uh, biggest problem that I know anybody's got right now, well, you got two issues. Um, one, you've got ESPN running Black Lives Matter commercials. Now, that's not the NFL. That's not the NFL's fault. That's not the NFL's fault. They are ESPN commercials during NFL te uh, tele telecast. Um, and, and they're the running Joe Biden ads, too. And they're running Joe. They did run a Trump ad the other day. I know. Night, I, 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 I think I texted you about that. I yeah, was like, I was finally, like, I saw one Trump ad. Yeah. And the other issue is you still have 
Look, people still realize there are still players kneeling right now. But we're not seeing it. We're not seeing it, but it's still happening. It's kind of like, you know, a tree falls over in the woods. You know it happened. You just didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the tree still fell, you know, and people are still mad about that. Understandably so, you know. Right. And we have a, I don't know what uh, currency this is. It's 150-something Super Chat from Mattis Farragan. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Um, says, finally, some real sports talk. You guys are better than ESPN. Yes, we are. Definitely. <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know, I'm wearing the ESPCNN, the Worldwide Leader in Woke shirt that right. you guys can get just beneath this video here. <laughs> and uh, a couple of people have actually bought this shirt, I believe. Not, yeah, not selling, not selling them, as well. It's not selling as well as Defund the Athletes. You guys are just killing it with the Defund the Athletes shirts. <laughs> well, I don't think people realize we've got a new Defund the Athletes shirt. Yeah, the Robo shirt. I actually think it the looks Robo better. The Robo shirt. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do ordered too. mine. Yeah. It, it may be here, I'm assuming, probably like Tuesday is what I'm thinking. I'm not getting any of my shirts in until two of them are supposed to come in Wednesday. Yeah. I've gotten almost all of my merch. But I think I ordered mine, my stuff like a day or two before you did. And we live in different cities, so <laughs> I live in a bigger city. They got to, right, they got to, you know, bring it by horse and carriage to get it out to my I know, place. man. You live out in the middle of nowhere, man. <laughs> I, live hey, in, uh, I live in suburb, suburban Houston. <laughs> hey, I'm going to, uh, give me two minutes real fast, okay? Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna bounce out of here for a sec. Okay. Not completely out, just turn my cam off. Okay. So I guess I'm going to be running the show here for the next few minutes. Um, oh, somebody said that is Ugandan. Or what? what is that? $3.57 U.S. Urarian dollars? I, I guess that's what it is. Well, thank you anyway for that. Um, it, it can't be um, uh, U.S. dollars because it was actually a yellow Super Chat, and yellow Super Chats are, um, are um, yellow and above. So it's at least $10. Uh, Patreon link. The Patreon link is in the description of this video here. And uh, if one of the mods wants to post the uh, Patreon link, and actually Razvan has just now posted the Patreon link uh, there. Um, so, yeah, you can uh, check out the Patreon, or you can click the Join button to become a channel member here. However you want to work, we have multiple op options for you guys to uh, to um, support us. Now, Matt just said, no, that was uh, Uruguay. Uruguayan dollars. Okay. I've been to Uruguay, actually. Went there in uh, 2003. I went to Montevideo. Went over there. So I like it. It was a lot of fun. So <laughs> Uruguay, the country. I, I know it's Uruguay now. I guess I was just mispronouncing it. I really did not know um, exactly what currency that actually was, to tell you the truth. And it looks okay. like Rhodes Ranch is back in the house now. Sorry about that. Um, I I was thinking... Did you realize that Thursday night's ratings uh, for the NFL almost got beat by Hannity? <laughs> These Thursday night matchups have been awful, though. Not so, not NBA. Not NBA yeah, almost NFL. got beat. NFL I know. almost got beat by Hannity. There hasn't Hannity. been one yeah. good Thursday night matchup at all. Since the opener. Since the opener. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of more of a, a dead. It really wasn't that competitive. Uh, next week's game, I think, is going to be a big one. It's supposed to be a big one. Who's playing this Thursday? Um, I don't know, but it's big enough. They're simulcasting it on Fox too. Um, let's find out who that is. Let me look. I, I'm bringing it up. Let me go and look here myself too. Let's see. Looks like because that'll be a uh, week five actually. Oh, it's the it's uh Tom Brady and the Buccaneers versus the Chicago Bears. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, that'll draw a big rating. Yeah. And the Bears, um they're two and one. Yeah, they're two and one this year. I know it's kinda early, you know. Um Bears being two and one. Nick Foles. It's a rematch of the Super Bowl. Nick Foles and Tom Brady. No. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Nick Foles, man, hadn't been the same since he won that Super Bowl. That was so fluky, you know? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> he just he got on fire. 
very similar to week, uh, <laughs> very similar to uh, Joe Flacco, and Joe Flacco was never the same again since then. It's it's just weird how guys can get hot for you know two or three games. Flacco had a weird career. He had like a really solid first like six he, he years. Was, he was good. He, he was, was better never than great. Eli Manning his first six years without and, a doubt. You yeah, know? and the problem was he won that Super Bowl, and then he bet on himself. And I give him credit; he bet on himself. And then the Ravens had to pay him all that money. Huge, and mistake. even even still. I would never pay him that kind of money because, yeah, grant, granted, you won a Super Bowl, you look really, really good doing those three games, but we've seen enough tape to know that you ain't that guy, and they still paid him that money. Uh, I stand corrected. The Bears are three and zero. Oh. Jesus, three and zero. Oh. Yeah, it's the Bucks that are two and one. I guess. Yeah, Bucks are two and one. Yep. And the way the Saints have looked, that lost to the to the Saints isn't looking as good now. But yeah. that was that first game, you know, really playing together as a team. Yeah, the Bears are 3-0. They're plus 12, so that's, that's pretty decent. I didn't realize they were 3-0. Good luck when you get up against the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is a beast right now. Yeah. How long he is that going to last? I, I don't know. out of a slump. They pissed him off, dude. They pissed him off. He is mad. He's playing mad. Well, his last two years, man, um, he was – he was good. He wasn't great. I hope he wins the MVP. I don't think so, man. Russell Wilson is killing it, man. That, that's why I hope Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP. Russell I'm, Wilson. I'm, I like I like Russell, but I'm sick of hearing about him. I uh, am. Cowherd, man. You know, that's Cowherd's guy right there. I hope Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP. <laughs> I don't think he will. I don't think you he know. will. And there's no telling where, where Aaron Rodgers is going to go, too, with this, you know. Um. But right now, man, if you had to pick an MVP, who would you pick? Aaron Rodgers. Over Russell Wilson? I don't think Dude, so, man. Aaron Rodgers is I know he ain't right playing now. he ain't playing on the level of um I don't Russell know about Wilson that. Right now. I don't know about that. I don't know. Let me I mean Aaron Rodgers has been really, really good. You know that I'm not really a Rodgers guy. Well, I'm not still, either. I'm not either. You know I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a Rodgers guy at all. Yeah, and I know that uh, stats can kind of be – it doesn't tell the whole story like, right now because um, guess who's leading the league in passing yards right now? It's Dak, <laughs> and that's because well, he's throwing the ball a lot. He's the garbage-time quarterback of the century. Yeah, he's like. he's averaging almost 400 yards per game right now. Yeah. But Russell Wilson, he's completing 77% of his passes, 308 yards per game. 14 TDs, one pick, a 139 QB rating. That's pretty good. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is 67%. I can't believe that uh, Wilson's completing 77%. But Aaron Rodgers, 67%, 296 yards per game, nine TDs, zero pits, 121 uh, QB rating. If okay. the season was to end now, it would actually it be Russell Wilson. It depends on the records, too. Of the regular season, so they're going to take that into account. Um, yeah, to a certain extent. In other words, look when they get to when they get around the MVP voting time, if the Seahawks are six and four and the Packers are nine and nine and one, but I'm, I'm just talking about right votes, now. You know? Right now, they're both three and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm still voting here. <laughs> and our channel member uh, Chad uh, says Aaron Rodgers all day. Um. They are bringing up something interesting, though. Josh Allen is a dark horse MVP candidate right now for the Bills. That's correct. He is he is killing it right now. Absolutely killing it. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't say on the level of um of uh, Aaron Rodgers or uh, Russell Wilson. Here's my problem with and, Josh Allen. Let's right not. Now. I don't trust. I don't trust Josh Allen yet. Yeah, I of course. Don't. Yeah. I don't. He feels a lot like a young Cam. Yeah. And let's not forget about Mahomes. Uh, I guess the only ding on Mahomes is he didn't look that good against the Chargers. That's the thing. He could end up leaving everybody in the dust in in three games, three games straight, and he's off to the races. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I still believe that uh, Mahomes is the best QB uh, right now. Uh, Russell Wilson, I guess – I would take him second 
And then at that, you know, those guys have a lot more years than, you know, an Aaron Rodgers. Who's three? Who's three right now? That's a, um, I'm not there. I'm not there on Lamar yet. I'm not. No, no I'm not I'm there not. on Lamar either. Yeah. Um, there. you know, you know who is another QB that I think, um, is good, but he's probably a victim of his, uh, franchise and his coach, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a damn good quarterback, man. He's a very good quarterback who's but just dying Dan in Atlanta. Freaking Quinn, man. <laughs> I don't know how this guy has survived. He allowed the Dallas Cowboys to come all the way back in an epic collapse once again. And he still has a job. We made so many fire Dan Quinn videos last year. And that was, those things were huge, too, man. They were big videos. <laughs> they yeah. had a lot of views. Yeah. He made me so angry that I cut a video like halfway <laughs> through the third quarter one time. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm making a video on this sorry sack of shit. <laughs> Dan, Dan Quinn is so bad, man. If it wasn't for him, the Cowboys would be 0-3, and the Cowboys have looked terrible this year. They have looked terrible. But Dan you, Quinn and his failures, man, allowed the Cowboys to survive. Oh, I keep I, – I sit back and I'm like, come on, Niners – Flip a second and a third over to the Falcons for Matt Ryan, and now you're in business. Hook him back up with Kyle Shanahan and go for it. <laughs> yeah. I got to say, man, it is nice, you know, just to talk NFL and talk about the NFL and not the wokeness, unlike the, the Marches NBA of China, man. I mean, we can get away a little bit. I know you guys really don't want us to talk about, you know, the games that much. Right, right. But there's really not much wokeness to talk about. With um the NFL, we're not seeing we, the anthem. We we haven't we there has actually literally been zero SJW NFL news in about the last six days. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. And uh, Clay Travis was right on the money when he said the networks they were going to put a clamp down on showing the wokeness because he knows that that they know that it's hurting their business. They run like hell from it, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, Jake Miller for $2 says Lamar has issues throwing outside the hash marks. Yeah. He's not, he's not a polished, completely polished passer. He really won at MVP man because of his legs. I believe, I believe. And plus, you know, the Ravens, they were the one seed uh, last year, but well, he still has some room to improve. I think he's going to be a very, very good quarterback. He, he won it for two reasons. One, the media wanted him to win it so badly. Yeah. And two, Patrick Mahomes missed three and a half games. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's the only reason. And I'm not saying that he wouldn't have won it if Mahomes didn't miss those three games, man. Because, you know, even if you're the best QB, you're not going to win the MVP every year. And think of this, man, doing Brady and um, Manning's day combined, they won a grand total of eight MVPs, right? Yeah. And they played forever. So what Manning Manning won Manning won four, five five and Brady's won three. Yeah. And I do believe uh Brady was robbed the year that uh Cam got that MVP because Cam was yeah. not a better quarterback than Brady even in that season. I agree. Cam I agree. completed fifty eight percent of his passes and Cam was mediocre the first eight games. Yep. And it showed in his overall stats. But the media has his anti Brady Brady thing going on. And when I know Cam got to the Super Bowl, Brady didn't. Brady uh, lost to the uh, the Broncos in the AFC Championship game, and he almost, almost tied it up. Man, he did what he always did. Yeah, he came up clutch, and he was getting beat up in that game. His offensive line couldn't block anybody. And what did Brady do? He went down, and was clutch once again. Through the TD pass, and they needed a two point conversion, and they didn't get that. And I think they lost like twenty two to twenty, I believe. Somebody makes a good point um, in the chat. Matt Moore is a huge underrated reason why the Chiefs won last year and got the first round by. Yeah, he stepped in for Patrick Mahomes, did an admirable job, no doubt about it. I remember when Matt Moore made the decision. He was with um, Miami. He had. I believe two or three 
free agent contract offers to actually come start on teams, and he turned them down to stay the backup of the Dolphins. You know? So, look, Matt Moore could have... Matt Moore is very much sort of a safer version of Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay? (laughs) Yeah. And can come in probably one of the top one or two backups in all of football, you know? Yeah, because Fitzpatrick, man, you never know. He can be Fitz magic or Fitz tragic. It just depends on, I guess, the season of the year because I've never seen anybody like this guy. He can easily throw you six TDs and then come around and throw you six interceptions the next game. Very weird the way um, his career has uh, turned out, if you ask me. Oh, and um, LF third says anybody Demarcus Ware and Von Miller, yeah, they don't want to put a hat on um on Tom Brady in that um ASC championship game. Well, isn't that the Super Bowl they dominated the Seahawks? Was it? Oh, Carolina. No, 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 no. They, 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 they dominated. Carolina. Yeah, that was Carolina. Yeah, because the year before um. Because Cam wouldn't jump on the ball and and save it. That's right. He fumbled. I yeah, remember that yeah. now. Yeah, the year yep. before is when um Seattle beat the brakes off the Broncos, and I remember Stephen A. Smith said that uh yeah that uh the Broncos got out there and they looked scared because that game was over in the first half. They were getting demolished by the Seahawks, and uh, I remember um when. The Patriots end up playing um, the Seahawks. I was like, there's no way in the world this would ever happen to Tom Brady. He would never, ever get beat that bad. And they were down 10 going into the fourth quarter, and then Tom Brady was magical in the fourth quarter, and they won. And then I remember um, the Falcons game when they were down 28-3, and it was uh, halftime, I believe, something like that. And I was sitting at my friend's house, and I was like, man, I'm not leaving. I'm not going home because, man, they live all the way um, in Missouri City. I'm up here in Sheldon. That's a long drive. And I was like, this does not happen to Tom Brady. Something's going to happen. And what happened? The biggest comeback in NFL history. Hey, um, have you seen the slate of games today? <laughs> um, it, it's not pretty at all. Um, it's let's it's go not and let's pretty see. at all. Vikings, look, remember when this would have been a should have been a good game this year? Vikings and Texans. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> now now it's a dumpster fire. Chargers <laughs> Buccaneers is sort of interesting. I'm taking the Bucks in that. Jaguars and Bengals, nobody cares. Browns Cowboys oh. is actually interesting because of Baker Mayfield. But still, uh, the Cowboys look so bad, man. They they need to stop fumbling. Bit time. I, I've never seen such butterfingers in NFL history like the Cowboys have been the first three weeks. God, there's not any. Jesus. Uh, yeah, the Buccaneers are playing the Chargers. Ugh. Eagles 49ers is tonight's game. Yeah. Is that any game? Now, you would have thought that. Um, let's see here. You would have thought that the Patriots and Chiefs would have been good, but that's not happening now. Well, it was far and away the best game of the day yeah. before it got before oh it got Monday night football Packers and Falcons. If it wasn't for Dan Quinn, maybe that would have been a a good matchup. But there's not one single good game. I think you know what's jacked up. Let's be honest. The Falcons got the the uh, offensive ammo to hang with the Packers every day of the yeah. week. They they got the worst defensive coach in the history yeah. of. Of ever, you know. Because I remember last year we put up a video. What's it, the Texans game? I think they gave up like, what, 56 points to the Texans, and we made a video on that. Yeah. I was like, this is embarrassing, man. Why does Dan Quinn still have a job? Weren't they leading by 24 in that game? Something like that, and they blew it. Well, they did the same <laughs> thing with the Cowboys yeah. uh, the other day. Yeah, the, the exact The Cowboys thing. game may actually be worse, I believe, because the Cowboys – couldn't score. And then because they were up by 16, if I'm not mistaken against the Cowboys. And then I remember, man, I remember what I did. I was watching that game and it was still hot out here. So I went to Bahama Bucks, got a snow cone 
And uh, you had, and I, I was kind of keeping out. No, I was actually watching it on my phone while I was driving. Don't do that, boys and girls. And then you text me. It's like, man, the Cowboys have come all the way back. And then when I got home, that's, I believe, when the field goal hit Kit. I was like, man, Dan Quinn still has a job. It still has a job. <laughs> and, and I remember halfway through the third, they um, after the game, they said midway through the third, the Falcons had a 99.7% chance of winning that game. <laughs> and then you know they would lose that. You knew that they would lose that, man, because... How, how do you keep... I don't get it. Man, the Falcons could be up 100 points with five minutes to go in a game, and you would still worry about them blowing it. I'm telling you, the they, Falcons. they never got past Tom Brady coming back in that Super that, Bowl. They never did. Can't really blame them, man. How would you expect anybody to come back from that? The the only The only common denominator at this point is... You got to get Dan Quinn out of there. He's the he's the one element that gave up all of the the Super Bowl points. You know, yeah. Um, there's some stench around it, and they're wasting Matt Ryan's career. They're just know, completely man. they're wasting it. Yeah, absolutely. he's a very very good quarterback, man. Uh, I am Enrique. No, I am not a Cowboys fan at all. I'm a 49ers yeah. fan. I'm the Cowboys fan. Yeah, he's maybe. A, Rose, Rose teams are weird considering that he's from Texas. I just don't understand his his fandom. I don't root based on geography at all. Yeah, but I don't. still, it is very very strange. You know, I root, I root based on something in my childhood latched me on to a team. You know, and for me, it was the catch against the Cowboys, yeah. and that was that was ingrained in my head. And I remember going nuts. I thought that was the greatest thing I ever saw. And I was a lifelong Niners fan from that point on. So, you know, and it was against the Cowboys. So, and my favorite player ended up being Steve Young. So, but this is know. strange, folks. He's a 49ers fan, but Rhodes, who is your all time fa- favorite in a NFL player, though? Steve Young. Oh, Steve Young. No, well, yeah, I guess Steve I should Young. say, who is your favorite receiver of all time? This Michael, is weird, folks. Michael Irvin. Michael, Michael Irvin. Yeah. The playmaker yeah. is his favorite receiver of all time, and he's a, yeah, he's a 49ers Irvin. fan. Yeah, I love Michael Irvin. Do he's, you realize, like, in San Francisco, man, that's, like, sacrilege to say something like that. He's he's one of the most hard-nosed. We're talking about the dog, Gene. Yeah. Just oh, he, a minute ago. Michael Irvin was he's big time. The, I love guys that's got the dog, Gene. Yeah. And he was a ferocious dog at wide receiver on the field. Absolutely. I love Michael Irvin. Still do. Still do. I, I listen yeah. to him. I listen to, to Michael Irvin. I know he drives some people crazy. I love Michael. I like his energy. Me too, I really man. do. And I yeah. remember I was watching that game against the Redskins, man, where um, – no, was it Redskins? Where he got injured and his career was over? I remember sitting down watching it, and I was like, oh, my God, I was devastated, man. I was devastated yep. that that happened because his career got cut short early, man. He was only, when he got hurt, how old was he, 31? Something like that, 31, 32? Yep, Eagle fans cheered. Yep, yeah, it was the Eagles, that's right, yeah. Yep. But I guess shouldn't be too surprised, man, when you boo Santa Claus, you'll boo, you'll boo anything, man. You will boo you- anything. When you have a jail in the basement at the stadium, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> it is. Wasn't that the old vet? That was the old veteran stadium, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Fun times with the Cowboys in the 90s, man. They're, they have, they're not the same anymore. Jerry firing Jimmy Johnson, man, that was the worst mistake of his career. And he's never really recovered from that, even though. He won the Super Bowl with um, Barry Switzer, but I could have won the Super Bowl with that team. I mean, they got uh, Dion came over from the 49ers, and it was, it was over, man. It was over. But Jerry made, Jerry's been a great owner, really. He's actually been a really good GM, too. He's drafted a whole bunch of players, man, but he can't get the head coach right. I think, you know, Jerry had a dry run with the draft for a few years where he was really getting thrown under the bus and Dallas media was really calling for Jerry to pick a GM 
But the last seven or eight years, Jerry has been really great good drafting. That great offensive drafting. line was all drafted by Jerry. Yep. Yep. Jerry drafted uh, Zeke. He drafted Dak. That was great calls right there. But the coach, man, that's been the problem, man. I mean, he held on to Jason Garrett way too long. Jason Garrett should have been fired five years ago. Tony Romo deserved better, I believe, too. Because that offensive line was terrible for the most part in his career. Dude, I, 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 I'm I, telling you, I love Tony Romo. I did. He was really good, I, man. He was, he was, you want to talk about, he's going to go down a lot like Matt Ryan, a wasted career. Yeah. You know, Jerry couldn't do anything for him on defense. No, they had no defense. They had no offensive line during his prime years. Yep. And then near the end, and then he got hurt. And then Dak comes in. They had probably the best offensive line in football. Um, Their defense was – the defense really hasn't still been great. They've been solid, I would say. You know, but they haven't been great. I wish that um, Jerry would actually stack up the defense because – that's truly the difference between um, you know, winning the Super Bowl or not. And Jeremy, I believe he definitely wants to win a Super Bowl. I mean, he's 78 years old, man. How much longer can he actually hold on and you know hope and pray that they win another Super Bowl? Well, it drives me crazy how Jerry tries to build a defense because he gets hung up on drafting Names. safeties and cornerbacks, okay? And he's missed on several of them, too. And um, instead of, look, the best example is the Niners. We drafted how many defensive tackles in a row, and they're all a bunch of beasts. Yeah. Okay? Our front seven is deadly right now. Now Nick Bosa's out, but good God, can you imagine the Cowboys if they had that front seven? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Jake Miller for $2. Stafford also had a wasted career. Great player. Matthew Stafford is a good QB. I would take Matt Ryan over him still. But, yeah, Matt Matt Stafford, man, the Lions. I mean, organization, terrible organizations, man. I don't care what kind of player you are. Even if you're a good quarterback, you know, look at the, the Clippers too now. The Clippers still have that uh, mystique of being losers over their heads, and they have Kawhi Leonard, and they couldn't even get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, a lot of people don't give Stafford enough credit. He's got one of the strongest arms ever. He has he a is cannon, a man. Cannon, an absolute yeah. cannon. He has kind of like a John Elway kind of arm. John Elway had a cannon yeah. for an arm. I always got the sense, I don't know why, but I always felt like he was going to end up being the Cowboys quarterback. Matt Stafford? But it it's never happened. You know, he's from up there. And I was like, I just feel like Jerry, one of these days, somehow, some way, Matthew Stafford's gonna gonna be the quarterback of the Cowboys. How many fans? I'm gonna ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How many Cowboy fans right now do you believe would actually take a run at seeing Andy Dalton and what he could do? Uh, not this Cowboys fan. I'm I not taking out Andy Dalton over Dak. I'm not doing that. And, and by the way, I was wrong earlier when I said the best backup. Andy Dalton is the best backup in the league. I do not want to see Andy Dalton starting for the Cowboys because Andy Dalton is still not a better quarterback than Dak. Did you hear the response when he came in the game the other day? No. <laughs> oh, Cowboy fans lost their shit in the, in the stadium. Now, now Andy's from there, and he played for TCU. Yeah, and, Andy's know. from uh, from Houston. He's from Katy. Yeah, well, he played at TCU, yeah. so... Right down the road. Um, I I guarantee you there are some Cowboy fans that would like to see what Andy Dalton could do. Um, but why? Because you have Dak. Do you believe that uh, Andy Dalton is a better QB than Dak? No. Oh, God. There's I no don't. way. No. Did no. you not see Andy no. Dalton last seen in, uh, no. in, uh, with the Bengals? He wasn't he, that good. Yeah, but... Everybody in Jesus' name that was worth a damn on his team was hurt. <laughs> I mean, he's out there no. throwing the yard chairs and, you know. Yeah, they always say that, you know, the backup quarterback is the most popular play on the team until they actually get into the game. 
Yeah, so but maybe you've got, you got a guy that could legitimately probably start on a couple of teams right now. The only you know? way I want to see Andy Dalton in the game is that, let's say, for example, the Cowboys are up 40 to 7 starting the fourth quarter. That's the only way I want to see Andy Dalton in the game. Other than oh. that, I've seen Andy Dalton for like the last 10 years. I've seen Fair enough of him to know that he is not better than Dak. And at this point in his career, man, he's a journeyman. I love Dak, actually. Dak is a very good quarterback. Yeah. Very good yeah, quarterback. I, the problem is I, with the Cowboys like is I, they have fumbleitis right now. They cannot take care of the football. Dak was my favorite QB coming out of that draft, in fact, because I watched him play in the senior bowl. And I knew, I remember I told Debbie watching that, I said, you know what? This kid, this kid's going to start in the NFL, yeah. Debbie. He has, he has that it factor. He has um, the leadership skills uh, too. Yeah. That's something I believe that Tony Romo didn't have. He didn't have the leadership skills that Dak has. That's the really only difference. And people in the chat here are saying that, that Dak is better than Dalton. I yeah. never want to see Andy Dalton unless it's a blowout. That's it. That's it. If the Cowboys are, are, look, if the Cowboys are two and five after seven games, me and you will still know Dak's the better quarterback. Yeah. But you listen to 105 3 the fan in Dallas and see what it sounds like. Well, <laughs> let me, well, let me ask you this. If they are two and five, I want to know how the defense is playing. I want to know how Zeke is running. I want to know these things because I'm not going to put it all on one player. Now, trust me, Dak has not been spectacular. Yeah, but, but you know the quarterback is the one that takes the heat. I'm going to tell you Dak's problem right now. Unfortunately for Dak, so many uh, of his, his, some of his biggest games have been games he's either uh, way up or way down. Yeah. But in the close games, he uh, in the close games against good teams, his record is a dumpster fire. True. I mean, a yes. dumpster fire. He's torched the, you know? the bad teams. Yeah. Yeah. But Cowboys yeah. against winning teams, and I believe, you know, it's bigger than that, too. But that's kind of a common theme that's kind of been going around for a while, man. Really. Would you take Stafford over Dak? Um, oh. <laughs> I'm going to say I would take Dak for now. Really? Really, and I'm not. But a it's it's Stafford. it's not really that big of a of of a gap, really. I'd take that. You talking about? You would you, you would take Dak? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it's I'd, that I, huge of a difference. I'd take Matt Ryan over both of them. <laughs> now, yeah, I would take Matt Matt Ryan off over both of those guys. Yeah. yeah, put Matt Ryan on the Cowboys. I do think the Cowboys are better. Yeah, if you put Dak with Dan Quinn, it's going to be worse. Dan Quinn needs to go. And that that's not even my team. The Falcons aren't even my team, man, but still. <laughs> I could not believe they brought him back. I knew I knew when they won well, whatever it was, five out of the last six games or whatever, I thought, oh, this is the worst thing that could happen for the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> what is Arthur Blank thinking, man? What is he waiting on? Hasn't he seen enough? Uh, the only thing I can consider is he's thinking this guy got me to the Super Bowl. Got me there. You yeah, know, that's that's all I can think. They are still suffering from that Super Bowl hangover like no team I've ever seen before. Wow. They keep blowing big lead after big lead. That's been three years now. You know what? He's he's kinda Dan Quinn has kind of turned into Doc Rivers, I guess, in a way, right? Doc Rivers is now blowing all these three one series leads. The only NFL coach, I'm sorry, NBA coach in, in, in NBA history to do that. Three different occasions. Now it seems like Dan Quinn has an epic failure or epic collapse in a game every year now, it seems. Yep. And he still has a job. It's amazing, man. He had a bunch of epic collapses last year. Too. Oh. I mean, they were like, I think we made, we made a Dan Quinn hate video. Every Sunday for four weeks in a row last season, I yeah. think. Yeah, probably where, so. Where, where we stopped watching games 
And one of the two of us was so pissed that we had to go make a Dan Quinn yep. video. <laughs> and we, we're not even Falcons fans. At all. No. At all. Yeah. Now, I'm a Cowboys fan watching that game last week, and I'm not even talking about the Cowboys making a comeback. I'm thinking, Dan Quinn did it again. That That's pretty bad, man. Pretty bad. Arthur Blank, man, I don't know what you're waiting on. I really don't. But um, I think we're going to have to wrap up this show, man. Going to be going on Sports Wars here relatively shortly. We've been going for like an hour and five minutes. Oh, uh, just remember. I got to do some work. I know. Rhodes has to go do work today on a Sunday. Well, technically speaking, I do my cleaning business work after our stream on Sundays. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to figure out another place if if we're going to get maybe get regular sports wars invites, but yeah, um, and we got we got to have them over here too one day. I actually got off the stream last week and was like, "Shit, I got to work for like the first hour and a half today after the stream was over." Yeah, yeah. So I've got to figure out another place to do that that stuff. I I I do all my invoicing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, the paperwork and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, course i keep a spreadsheet i already told you i keep a spreadsheet for all of um our revenue between you know the black and white sports stuff um so i'm very or- organized with that oh very quickly because i know a lot of people uh on our channel is subscribed to my channel thank you guys i busted through five thousand subs uh yesterday yeah he did rose yeah. texted me this morning we were up like at 5 a.m or something <laughs> testing each other <laughs> yep. yeah if he crossed five thousand subs man Great job. Great support. Our personal channel is actually growing really, really good. We know that um, the sports channel is tapered off a little bit, but that's kind of to be expected, you know. That's just the way that YouTube is. But other channels are doing really, really, really good right now, so can't complain. But this channel, sports channel, is still going to be growing still. I mean, we had like 250-some people watching uh, this live stream here. And speaking of, I know what I was going to say. Folks, on Anchor, the playbats from all the platforms, last week's podcast was the biggest one yet. We have uh, 242 downloads of that podcast wow. last week. Hell yeah. That was the best one. And the week before that was the previous best one. So each week, it keeps growing. So we'll see how this one goes, man. And that, guys, podcast growth is a hard nut to crack. Definitely. Definitely super hard. Yeah. So yeah. So make sure you guys download this podcast. It'll be up shortly and make sure you give us, you you rate us and tell us how good that, um, that we're doing, write a review, something like that. Um, podcast platforms actually really, really do like that. They really, really do. It's imperative for growth on podcasts to get reviews. Right. Exactly. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this show, folks. Thank you all for coming out. Rhodes, any other final words? Negative. Everybody be safe today very quickly. Our thoughts are with President Trump and the First Lady today on a speedy and healthy uh, onward to recovery. Yes. So, And the word and- is, is that he's doing much better now today. And uh, hopefully it just keeps it up. You know, next 48 hours or so is supposed to be the most important. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, for Rhodes Rants and Black and White Sports and myself, guys, you guys be safe. Have a great day. And we'll talk to you next time. You've just listened to the Black and White Sports Podcast with John Matrix and Rhodes Rants, a no-holds-barred approach to sports. Join us next time on Black and White Sports.